0: Here coming to you with a new live, and I wanted to hop on and talk to you guys a little bit about what a trend I've been seeing for. I guess it shouldn't even be a trend. It's something I've observed over um, the past few months, or maybe even years, when it comes to the design of certain assets that comes with your brand identity. And when I say your assets, I mean your logo, your color palette, your website, your marketing materials, and so on and so forth. I see a lot of people get so caught up in how they look and so stuck on how they look that it's actually hindering their sales. So it comes to the point where I say that you guys are so stuck on pretty and bottom line no one really cares about your logo let me explain your logo is important your brand identity is important your everything that we do when it comes to developing the visuals that represent your brand are indeed important however Again, like I said, I see so many people stuck on pretty that it kind of keeps them from doing everything else. Let me give you a couple of examples. I, some people still misconstrue or still misunderstand and say that their logo is their brand. And that is not exactly what your brand is. Your brand is your message that you convey to your audience. Your brand is how your, um, you, your team, and your overall tone is perceived by your audience. And there are a myriad of different elements that, at, that make up your brand. So how do you approach your clients? How do you talk to them? How do you they interact with you how do you sell to them you how do you how do you basically how do you get them to interact with you that is what really makes up your brand and it very it actually has little to nothing to do with your logo by itself your logo by itself is used for brand recognition it is used to state, you know, where you, I said, it is kind of used to state where you are as a, in the marketplace, whether you are a luxury brand or a, a economical brand or so on. And a feminine brand, a masculine brand, a children's brand, an adult brand. And the way you design your, the way you design your logo and website will drive that messaging, but that, but your logo website and color palette and and overall visuals is not the message and I think that's where people get a little bit confused so an example i can a couple of examples I can give you is I had a client a couple of um a couple of years ago who wanted a landing page just to collect emails. They weren't ready to really um uh, fully build their website yet. So they just wanted a landing page that just collected their emails. And all of, all of it was going, it was pretty simple. All I was going to say was coming soon or website will be up soon and please, um, enter your email for, so that you'll be lo- notified of our launch. Really simple with the logo and a little and a little graphic in the background and that's it. And. I remember there were a couple of issues with the coding. So something, even though it was a fairly, a fairly simple job, there were a couple of issues um, um, with the code, and it wasn't doing it wasn't doing a couple of things right. And it started, it began to. Um, the job took a little longer than anticipated. But what happened was, or what threw me was that the client told me, I can't put. I said, I can't start giving out my business cards because um, until this is fixed on the website. And here's the thing. The only, um, the coding issues that she was talking about is that um, the buttons weren't as thin as she wanted them to be. They were a little wider. And the... um the logo was a little a little smaller than she wanted it to be, and for some reason, for some reason, we were we were having a little bit of trouble getting it to display larger. Over, but overall, the web the landing page was finished, and the way it was, and the way it was, um, it did it did allow I said it did allow have the email capture feature which was the most important feature so that you capture emails and it can it could be filtered into her email list and she literally said that I can't give out my business cards and I can't di- I can't direct people to my website until um, this is fixed and one that is not true I mean you could have started I mean you could have what you're only collecting emails you're not driving you're not driving sales you're not doing I was like you're not um trying to convert clients at this point at least not with your not with your website and the fact that you stated that you cannot convert as i said cannot direct people to your website just because the button wasn't the right size or that the logo wasn't the right size was something that the something that the users wouldn't even notice because all they were going to do was put their email um, uh, put their email and first name anyway was something that was hindering her sales what she could have been doing what she could have been doing is sending people to her website so that she could capture those emails and then what she could do was sell from her email for um, sell and book and and book clients um be- through her email list while her while her website was being built another example that I have I had someone whose logo wasn't the, um, she needed her logo in black and white. And the designer that she had previously worked with, she was not able to, she was not able to get in contact with. Now, granted, I did offer to convert it for her um, into black and white. It was a fairly easy, it was a fairly simple process, um, fairly simple job, if I can remember. And again, this client was te- this client had stated that she can't start selling until her logo is correct. Why can't you start selling? There is n- absolutely nothing that's keeping you from starting to um, starting to sell your product or service at this point. I said at this point it was a it was an author and her she was getting one of those. She had her signature as her, um, um, as her logo. So her signature, it was, it was her signature written out. Someone digitized it for her and it was, it was one color. I said her first name was one color. Her last name was another color. Again, I offered and at this point, I offered, I offered to convert it for her at, at no cost. It normally would have been a cost because actually this logo the logo also had to be redrawn and at this point I could have did it for her no I could have did it for her at no cost and she was still set she was just so stuck on the fact that I like you know I can't sell I can't do anything until this logo is correct and that's not true you had your books your books were ready to go you had your books chilling in your living room and they were they were ready to go on your website, and you're still and you're so caught up on this aspect that you're and that you're losing money, and you're blocking your sales. So this is what I mean when I said that no one, if you would have just, hell, you could have just wrote out your signature again, and all you had to do was, and all and then all we had to do was digitize it for you. And then we—if it was that serious—and we could have—and we could have kept it going. I can't remember why she didn't want me to do it for some. And but uh, and then she insisted on complaining about her not being able to get in touch with this other designer, you know? Because, I mean, the service I charge—I think but I believe that's like sixty bucks for that service right now. And back then it was something I charged a lot less for. So. I can't remember exactly why she didn't just want us to go ahead and do it for her, um, convert another signature for her, but that's neither here nor there. What the the biggest thing I'm driving at here, she was so stuck on the fact that she cannot, ha- she didn't have this logo right, and she didn't have it in all black or all white or all pink or whatever color she wanted it in, that she was hindering her own sales and act- I mean, actually not selling. So again, don't get me wrong we still need logos we still need as i said we still need websites we still need all of that but we that they're not the they're not the end all be all here you there's told there are definitely things that you can do for yourself until you get your brand identity to where you want to be so let's talk about let's talk about what we can do what we should be focusing on instead of our visuals all the time what we should be focusing on is giving our customers a great experience a great product a great service a great experience from the first time they interact with you up until the la- uh, up until they are not interacting with you anymore whether and what that looks like will of course depend on your product or your service but that is the foundation of your brand people. your customer experience, your user experience. Um, speaking of user experience, let's talk about websites for a second. There I see so many quote unquote pretty websites that don't work. You know, we have broken links. We have a couple of misspellings. We have websites that don't as I said, we have websites that um, aren't secure we have so therefore I said therefore the shopping cart is a little is a little wonky when you get to that point. And first of all you should not be using putting in any personal data if their website is not secure. So there's all of these things going on with the website on the back end, but it looks good. So I guess that's all that matters, right? That's wrong actually. You Definitely want your website to function. Like it should, instead of focusing on how pretty it is. It's one of the reasons why web developers, which um, back in the day and even now, web developers are all about making sure your website functions the way it should. And web designers are the ones that are are supposed to make it look good. So what we are, what we are doing here, is is. Wow, I lost my train of thought. What we are doing here again is being stuck as being stuck on pretty and losing and losing the fact that the website is the website's sole purpose is to get you sales and to get you clients or to get you jobs or so so on and so forth depending on what your profession is. So what do we again, what do we do about this? Focus on customer experience. Focus on customer service. Focus on how you're, how you operate as a brand. If you, especially if you have a team, how are your how are your team members treating your customers or your clients? If you do, you respond to emails in a timely manner. I came across something today stating that someone had reached out to an illustrator to um do some as I said, do some illustrations for them. And he said he reached out to about four or five and none of them have gotten back to him. You have no idea how much money you're leaving on the table by not responding. And I know that we're all running our businesses and I know that we're all um, busy, but in all honesty, if you are that busy, that might, might we might need to automate some of your systems or we might need to hire an assistant in order to, help, in order to handle phone calls and emails. Because one of the biggest, if you are not, if you do not respond to a potential client or customer, all they're going to do is go on to the next person and then, and the next person now has the opportunity to make that sale. So that is pretty much it. I did not actually want to take too much of your time today. So what you want to do, as I said, we want to focus. Not so much on our looks. We recognize that it's important, and we recognize the need for it, and we recognize how we can look more professional. But you want to actually be professional, looking professional and be professional. That's what you uh, said. That's what the two aspects of your brand of of your brand is. Your brand identity helps you look professional, and then your operate your business operations and how you handle and how you handle things makes you. As I said makes you be more professional. And also, it enhances your perception, um, your client's perception of you. I'm going to give you another example, a personal example, of something that of something that happened to me personally. Actually, a couple of years ago, I was doing an event, and the event organizer um, forgot to mention that there was um, also another graphic designer who would be event, who would be a vendor um and not to and that vendor would not be too far from me especially because the event was fairly small so at first i mean i'm in the new york city area everyone's a graphic designer there's a graphic designer on every corner so i am used to being, I'm i'm used to not being the only graphic designer in the room so i wasn't really too worried about it so, I have my table, I have my banners, I have the way I'm dressed, and all these other things, and then I get to the event and i um I see the other graphic designer, and I'm going to admit I actually was i actually had to pause for a second she was she was setting up her presentation and setting up her table and Presentation-wise, she looks so perfect and so polished and super duper professional, like a corporate graphic designer. And I know all about that world. I used to be in corporate design, and so on and so forth. You know, where it got to the point where I'm like, oh, crap! What is you know? She's looking. She looks so perfect and polished, and here I am in my bright and in my you know, my, in my green in my green dress and black leggings because I do I normally wear yellow purple or green to events because those are my brand colors and and I usually and I usually dress fairly casually because I'm a creative and she so I'm there with like you know my prom I'm pretty sure I if my hair wasn't braided then it was then it was natural I can't remember it was a while ago and you know like I said the way I was dressed and all this other stuff I'm like oh man she's like she's gonna get all that she's gonna get all the clients and all of that, and then I had to I had to stop for a second. And I said, okay, I just have to go in here and do my thing. Whoever is for her will gravitate toward her, and whoever is for me will gravitate toward me. So, but let me tell you what happened. Apparently, she was super upset that I was there. And she was so upset that she had this nasty ass attitude for the entire event so in my head i was thinking about all the people that she'd attract and and then maybe i wouldn't attract and vice versa but her attitude and her first impression um the first impression that she was giving off to people and her overall demeanor was so uninviting that even when people came to her she immediately repelled them and they all started coming to me. So her brand that day, I don't know what her brand is in other days, but her brand that day was real standoffish. Her brand that day was I don't wanna be bothered. And her brand that day was I don't wanna be here. And because of that, she repelled a whole bunch of people away from her. And but it which helped me. But at the same time, we had a chance. I said that could have that could have been handled totally differently, if she would have just did her thing and I did mine and we attracted to we attract. There's enough to eat. There's enough to eat for everybody. You don't have to look better than someone just to attract them. That will be a piece of it. I'll, I'll use the dating analogy. You know, you are a pretty girl, you're a handsome guy, you meet your mate and you, and your looks is usually what attracts your mate initially. But your personality and how you treat them is going to keep them. So think about that with the brand. Your professional looking brand will attract people at first, but how you operate and how you and how you treat your client and the type of experience that you give your client will keep them. So that's my little piece for today. And if you have any other, if you have any questions or comments, you can always text me, email me, private message me, and we can talk about um, different aspects on how we can help you. Not be so stuck on pretty and not and move on, move on and move forward so that you can start making sales even before your brand identity is fully developed. Until then, I will see you guys next time and have enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the Superpower Your Brand podcast. Don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, and share with your friends on your favorite podcast platform. If you'd like to be a part of the conversation, join our Facebook community, Find Your Brand Superpower, to watch these videos live. Ready to really superpower your brand? Get more information at www.powerbrandcourses.com.